Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. One of my favorite things about the internet is internet connections. I love it. Actually, right before we started hitting record, Cami, our guest today, we were just talking about how kind of big the entrepreneur space is online, yet how really small it is once you get niched. And so Cami is a faith-based business coach. And we've got a whole conversation to talk about, even with the phrase of what she calls herself. But I want to welcome her to the show. I know you're going to be so blessed by this conversation today. So welcome, Cami. Oh, thank you so much, Heather. I've been so looking forward to this. Thank you for having me on the show. Me too. Yeah, I was even telling you that uh, at once you know your podcast is up and running, you for those of you who are listening and maybe think about wanting to do a podcast, you'll get pitched right by people. And Cami's approach was just so authentic. And once I stalked her for a second and I saw that our circles intertwined, I knew she had to be part of the show. So, Cami, I would love for you to introduce yourself. Tell um, the listeners a little bit about you, your story, and how did you become this faith-based business coach. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, thanks for having me on the show. So my name is Cami. I am from Nebraska and I live in a small town. That is everything that one would may think of when they think Nebraska. There's a cornfield about a quarter mile from my house. There's cows. We It's small town here and there's not a whole lot of people doing the whole online business thing where I'm from. And so my story started back in 2018 I graduated college with my sweet fiance at the time. Two weeks later, we got married. The next day we went on our honeymoon. We came back and my husband is very calculated. He's very, uh, he has a spreadsheet for everything. Engineer, he's quite the actual opposite of me. And so like the day we got back from our honeymoon, the very next day he started his career. He had this thing lined up like way ahead of time. I did not. And I started interviewing. I started looking for my dream job and I looked and I, and I interviewed and I reached out and I tried to, to, to network and do all the things. And I was trying to find a corporate wellness job because my background was nutrition and dietetics. And I just wasn't finding it. It was like door after door after door was closing. And so after a while, you know, the bills were starting up and it just came to a place where I just needed to take a job. And so I did. And I really believe that the Lord used that as a way to kind of light the fire for me because I didn't love that job, but it really taught me a lot in the season. And I started my business in January of 2019 as a fitness coach, had no idea what I was doing, made all the mistakes that I tell my my clients not to make right now. 
And, uh, but I started in the last and eight months later, by God's grace, I was able to transition out of the job I was working at the time and go full-time in my business. And so I was really, um, loving the fitness space. However, there was a part of me that a heart, a huge part of me that I've always been a believer, but my business was not submitted to the Lord. I would pray about my business, but it was also, it was more like, Hey God, here's my plans. Can you bless them? And my business looking back on it now, having grown, um, in some maturity, I can look back and like humbly see like, okay, I was really tied up in some vanity, vanity metrics, the way I looked. I mean, I was a fitness coach. And so it, it, it mattered to a degree, like how shredded I was or how fit I was versus what other people thought. And in 2020, when the world turned upside down, the Lord came to do heart surgery on me. And he told me, Cammie, you need to shut the fitness business down. And mind you, uh, this was a place where my husband and I were living in an itty bitty little apartment. My husband is an engineer, which they, people tend to think, you know, means all the big bucks, but he's starting at a startup company. And so we have all these bills coming in, you know, student loans, this medical bill, that, and the other. And it started to get to the point where even buying groceries, Heather, was stressful. Like, and I've never been to the point where just handing six, trying to eat for an entire week on $60. Mm-hmm. And it was so stressful. It was kind of like hitting rock bottom. And it was in that time in 2020, when the rest of the world was also, you know, having this, this like awakening, um, the Lord really ministered to my heart that he has to come first. And up to this point, he wasn't. And so I started just diving in. I started listening to sermons and I felt kind of silly because I've been a believer my whole life. Why am I, why am I just having this epiphany now? And, but anyway, the Lord realized and I just started building this more intimate relationship. And as the year went on and the money was not coming into my business, the bills still were, but my faith was in a really solid place. That is when the Lord whispered to my heart, Cammie, I want you to become a business coach. And I thought he was crazy. Um, as oftentimes we think God is when he gives us a word, Um, but I think that's part of the fun, right? Like exactly that he's crazy and gives us these ideas and yeah, we have to trust like, does it make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So he's a Kimmy. I want you to be a business coach, but not just any business coach. I want you to be a faith, a faith-based business coach. And I, and he said these words to me as I was, I was walking home to our apartment one day because we didn't, we only had one car. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to really paint a picture of just how financially um, unstable we were. So I was walking home and he said, I want you to bring me into the coaching space. Now, I don't pretend to believe that I've, I certainly, there's other coaches that have brought the Lord in prior to me. I'm not pioneering this, but I really believe there's a set group of people, people the Lord has set aside for me to work with or for me to minister to or for me to work with and, and help them throughout their lives. And so reluctantly, I said, okay, God, I have no idea what this is going to look like, but I trust you. And all of a sudden my business, which started out making great money when I was a fitness coach. And then the Lord told me to shut it down, which of course made my income go to almost zilch. Um, it started growing and it was growing in a way that I couldn't describe a way that it was not, you know, kingdom math doesn't add up. 
And just a few months later, the Lord dropped in my spirit again, you know, I want you to launch this program, um, which I didn't know at the time was going to be the down payment for the house that was just around the corner. And so all of these things have just kind of wrapped up into my story of different ways that the Lord has asked me to step out on faith. And I, it usually starts with me being very reluctant, but as I walk in that obedience, he opens a door that I never even realized was there. And so to kind of bring it to present day, I am the host of the Bible's Babies in Business podcast, where I, my mission is to speak to faith-filled moms who have a desire to be home with their kids. And I feel the mission the Lord has me on is to help them build up an online coaching business, which I know some of your clientele is probably coaches. Some of them are, are not, but an online coaching business that allows them to use their God-given gifts to bring income in from their family and also be present in the home. I love it. Oh my gosh. You said so many little things that we could go and rabbit holes down. Um, you said heart surgery and I'm very visual. So immediately I'm like, Ooh, that's so often we despise the heart surgery. Right. And I, the heart surgery season is absolutely necessary for growth for, and so I think of that, like we can look at that as scary or dangerous, but yet it was the very thing that gave your business life. It, it breathed this new thing into your business. Um, Oh man, talk about kingdom math. You just mentioned that the kingdom math doesn't add up. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as I was mentioning, um, my husband started at a a startup company and is still with this company, wonderful company, but it was a, it's a startup company, which means that, you know, there's a lot of what people would may think it's, oh, it's not, maybe not as secure or whatever have you, but we kind of started our entire careers on this what the outside world may see as unstable ground. Mm -hmm. And I bring it back to my husband because I even see how the Lord paired me with another person that is quite the opposite of me, but is strong in the areas I am weak. And I, and it is so supportive of the assignment that the Lord has me on, even if it doesn't even make sense financially, um, or has not made sense financially in the past. Um, but anyway, bringing it back, Look, there's been multiple things in our life where, which we can kind of get into. We we talked about it just briefly before the podcast, but there's been multiple things in our life that um, have required significant finances. One of them being um, infertility and one of them being adoption. Uh, When I started my business, we were not in a house. We were in this itty bitty little teeny tiny apartment. There was multiple things along our journey that were going to require cash and not a little bit. Um, And so it seemed much more secure and stable for me to go get a job and to leave my coaching business. But I just kept feeling this conviction on my heart that I need to be here. This is where I'm called. And each and every time the Lord opened up a door, whether it was for a house or for us to be able to seek medical treatment or for us to be able to um, pursue adoption, the Lord has infused and or provided uh, as Abba Father for us in such a way that it didn't add up. It didn't make sense. It, it wouldn't, you know, if, if uh, a sales strategist came in and said, well, yeah, tell me how you did that. Well, I can tell you the strategy, but I don't think the strategy was, um, it, that wasn't where it ended. I mean, the Lord breathed life into something and it worked. And I just see that as a reoccurring theme over and over and over in our life. And I believe that the Lord has kept us here so that we can become dependent upon him, which is so uncomfortable as somebody who is a self-proclaimed control freak. Um, 
I don't want to release control, but every time I do, the Lord brings the math in and it doesn't make sense, but it works. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I refer to that as kingdom strategy, right? It's like the Lord's asking you to do something. It doesn't make sense. And so logically our soul, like our mind, our will, our emotions, our logical reasoning is like, uh, uh-uh. uh, but our spirit, right? This is the being spirit led that our spirit is the thing that leads us and guides us. And that hangs on to trust, trusting God. Um, Yeah, I've had very similar, so many situations. I share a lot about my 100K month. It had nothing to do with my business, but my family, my husband, we, the Lord gave us a $100,000 month and it was nothing for, it was, it wasn't me. It was him. Um, And I always think for me, a lot of the times it is trust. Do you trust me? And working pride out. Like, listen, I have created you for this but it's, it's, it's you as a vessel, right? But it's me, it's my power, my strength, my creativity, my strategy, all the things. So I love, I love that. And again, that's in our journey. He'll give us these little tests. Do you trust me? Mm-hmm. You trust me And every next level. I say of us requires a deeper level of trust of God, a deeper understanding of who he is as our father, um, as our advocate, our counselor, our friend, all the, you know, with Jesus, Holy spirit and God, like what, who are, are they and our identity as his children, as, as Kings and Queens and the, the, the royalty that we are. And so I love it. I love it. So tell me a little bit about, so transitioning from health and fitness, which I so resonate with because I got into, I got into the entrepreneur space through Beachbody. That was Mm -hmm. how I started. And so while I wasn't um, certified, you know, all those, that was like my, my thing. And then uh, here we are. Right. So tell me how that has been working with um, just transitioning into business. Because again, you probably think, I loved, I, I love slash hate titles, right? So I love that the Lord specifically gave you faith-based business coach. How is that feeding your soul and your spirit versus the health and fitness? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll kind of start back. And so, so the Lord really spoke that word to me in 2020, of course, when the world was shut down and it was also in this really trans, it was, I was in the middle of this transition of transitioning out of fitness, nutrition, and the health space into business coaching. But I wasn't quite 100% confident in that yet. Like I was, this was in the moment where I was asking the Lord for confirmation because I was like, God, if I'm going to step out and do this and I feel unqualified to do this, I need to make darn sure that you're calling me to do this because I don't want to step out here and be out here trying to make something happen in my own will. And so as I was like in this space, asking the Lord for confirmation, I started experiencing a lot of conversations with other women online. And I saw this wave of new coaches in the online space while the world was shut down. As I started to have conversations with them, um, the question came up, you know, why did you start your business? And the answer I got often was, or I lost my job or I was furloughed, or I have to make ends meet. And I don't have a way to bring in money right now. And it was in those conversations that the Lord dropped in my spirit, Cami, I want you to teach them what you did strategy wise, not all the, the weird, um, trying to do it in your own strength, not the pride, but I want you to teach them the business strategy that you used to go full time. And again, I met that with nervousness, Lord, are you sure? But as he confirmed that to me, I decided I'm just going to step out on 
in confidence in this. And so I just started teaching other women what I knew from a strategy perspective. But because I was so dependent upon the Lord, because um, the Lord and I had just gone through several months of deep heart surgery, I was so in my Bible. I was so in prayer. There was many days where Lucas would go off to work and my work day was me on my hands and knees praying to the Lord that it was so natural for faith to come into the conversation. And I told people, I don't know how to teach you business without also talking about Christ. I don't know how to do it. I can't say it's a disservice. I believe to like, if I was talking to a client, I believe it's a disservice to you to not talk about faith here. And so it just so beautifully blended together. I love that. Yeah, because it's that we can bring our natural. I would say like, you know, our natural excellence is expected from the Lord. Everything we do is he wants us to do with excellence, not perfection, right? Uh, For those of us who you're a recovering uh, control freak, I'm a recovering perfectionist uh, or recovered, I should say. Uh, But I always say that God wants us to bring our natural excellence so he can put his super on it. And that's where we get that kingdom economy, that kingdom math that doesn't add up the strategy that, you know, maybe is not even duplicatable. And I think that's so big in, as we're purchasing programs and we're getting coached by people, some things that work for you, there might be God things for you. Right. And so that might not be the strategy God has for me or for a listener, but when you partner with the Holy spirit, And this, I always think of it more of like a framework as opposed to a formula. Like God wants us to work within healthy boundaries um, that allow him to come in and then just do what only he can do. And so I love that you would listen. And I think that's another thing that resonates so much with, I'm sure myself and, and any woman that's listening is you heard the voice of the Lord say, I want you to do this. And it was met with fear. It was met with questions. It was met with, are you sure? Am I hearing you right? Doubts me, God, like me. And yet you still took the step of courage. And so I always say that courage comes before confidence. You'd mentioned confidence a couple of times. I'd love for you to talk on confidence. What do you believe is, is it that has helped you go from that uncertainty to I am walking in my calling and I am serving people at my highest to know that I'm doing exactly what God created me to do. Right. Absolutely. So when I, the, the first word that came to my mind, as you were phrasing that question is a conviction. I feel a deep conviction that this is where I have to be. This is where I get to be. I I get to be in this season in my home that the Lord provided in the craziest housing market where houses were going for $50,000 over asking price. And we didn't have any of that. We had no bidding wars. The Lord literally dropped it in my lap right after he told me to do a specific launch that provided the cash for the down payment. Like it's all fitting into this puzzle. And I have, I just feel such a strong conviction that I am meant to be here, Mm -hmm. that I am meant to be teaching other women business strategy and in doing a Bible study breakdown, which is something I do on my podcast, Mondays are our business strategy episodes. And then Thursdays are our Bible study breakdown. And we really study the word and apply the principles to our lives and uh, to our faith journey. And I, that's really where I think where it comes from. So the, the confidence, I think, if this even makes sense, comes from the conviction of if I was anywhere else, I would feel the Lord tugging me back here. Mm, that's so good. Yes. Conviction. And then, you know, obedience, right? So it's one thing to hear the Lord. It's another thing to feel that like depth of, I, 
I really, I mean, I have, God gives us free will, right? We have choice. Again, I feel like you are uh, just reiterating how important it is to be spirit led, right? To be led by our spirit, the Holy Spirit who lives inside of us, even though we might see, feel, sound, t- taste, like all the other senses are like, like stay away. But, yeah. but your spirit is like, anywhere else wouldn't be home. It wouldn't be right. It right. wouldn't fit. Um, what is your number one tip? For your client who is wanting to partner with the Lord, you'd mentioned a couple things. I would just love to hear from you. Like um, for the woman and a lot of the women I work with are the same. They have a faith. They are reading Jesus calling or spending some time, you know, maybe a little intimidated by getting into scripture, like actually studying the Bible. Right. Um, and so they, they know who God is and, and they're, they're, they're going to church, all those things, but they're not quite sure how to invite him into the business. And so, um, touch a little bit on that. What would you tell your client that wants to really invite the Lord in and bring him in? And what does that look like? Right. So I started really inviting the Lord into my business. I mean, truly, because I thought I was in the beginning, but it was very surface level. It was like my business plans and God. Yeah blessing yeah. or like asking God to bless. Yeah. Like God in a genie bottle, like, okay, Lord, I'm going to like, I would say like the cake and I used to just sprinkle Jesus on top of the cake, but he wasn't the cake. My, my goals, my dream. Yeah, exactly. And so when I really started to invite the Lord in, I was, I felt like I was at rock bottom in my business. And that was because I didn't have clarity. And again, that was because the Lord was, I was waiting on the Lord to give me clarity. However, in that season, I, now I'm going to say this, this may sound intimidating to some people. This was just what the Lord spoke to me. He said, Cammie, cause I was doing Jesus calling at that time. And, you know, it gives you one or two Bible verses. And then I went and I would read them and read a little context. And I'm not like, that's great. But I felt like the Lord was inviting me deeper. Mm-hmm. And he told me, Cammie, start reading the Bible. And I was like, well, where did I start? He's like, how about page one? And I thought, Hmm don't love that. There's like 2000 pages here. And I thought, well, how came, how would I approach any other book? If I was reading any other book, how would I approach it? And so I just started on page one and I didn't rush through it. I wasn't some days I only got one page down, but I just started reading. And it was amazing to me how the words jumped off the page. Uh, There's a pastor that he has this phrase. The Bible is the only book that when you read it, it reads you back. It's the only book that's alive. And as I started reading, didn't have to be fast. I didn't have to do things in a certain deadline. The Lord started speaking certain things to me within the context of whatever it was that I was reading. And that I really believe changed the game for me. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes and amen, girl. Yes. I mean, my testimony is so similar in when I was at rock bottom, I've been a believer my whole life, was raised in a Christian home, gone to church since I was a newborn, um, but totally different. Um, you know, we can go to church on Sundays and, and be fed, right? But there's a whole other like feast that we can feast on when we spend time in the presence of the Lord and open our Bible. And so I love that. And yeah, there is no shame in reading Jesus calling. That's how the Lord can started to like woo me in. And, you know, in, in those, I can't even tell you, I'm sure you can relate that there were days it was literally exactly what I needed. It was just in a bite-sized chunk. I always call this the five, Lord gave me the phrase, the $5 fill up. 
we fill up on that five minutes and it's good for a little bit of time and it gets us from here to here. But throughout the day, there's not enough meat to chew on. There's not enough. um, We probably forget what the verse said in the morning anyways. Like it felt good in the moment. And so when we actually chew on the word and open it, even if it's at page one without the the stress and the striving, really, we can strive even when it comes to reading the Bible, making sure, you know, but that the Lord speaks to us in that. And so um, the Seek First CEO, I have a series of lifestyles that we go through in our uh, membership. And number one is, and it's so basic, but you have confirmed again, it's reading the Bible. Like it is to me, the best personal development book, the best strategy, the best now, like real time that God will meet you where you are. And the Holy Spirit will tell you exactly what you need, whether it's on page one or page 1000. Um, and I love that. So those of you who are listening <laughs> from a girl who has gone from, you know, not sure what she was supposed to do, took, took just action, kept going, right. Waiting for the Lord to give her gave her this assignment that she felt unqualified for and the way that she has built her confidence and understanding and all those kingdom strategies. It's through spending time with the Lord, reading the Bible. And it might seem so basic because in the Christian circle, that's expected, but expected and like anticipating and excited about it are two, two different things. Let me talk about that actually. So this has been a couple years, right? Have you ever gone through dry seasons where you open up the word and you don't necessarily feel like you're getting those fresh revelations and those deep downloads and where they're like, the Holy Spirit just like opening up the, the clouds and speaking to you. What do you, I'm assuming the answer is yes. So I'll ask you that. What do you do in those seasons? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, if you've ever read through the passages where the Lord is giving um, instruction for all the actual literal measurements to build the tabernacle. Like that felt a little dry for me, but even in there, even in that moment, the Lord dropped in my spirit because up to that point, I was like, God doesn't believe in strategy. He just wants me to like close my eyes. And like, he just like, like Cinderella will like wave his magic wand. And cause one thing that always bothered me is Lord, how can I be a business coach? If I don't understand the strategy. How can I teach another person to do this if I don't understand how it happened? And so when I was reading in one of those where I felt like it was incredibly dry reading and it was just like, cut it at like four foot, seven inches, and then attach it to the, it was incredibly dry. The Lord spoke to me, Kimmy, I'm even in the details. I understand practical. I understand strategy. So yes, I'm going to do what only I can do. But also don't count me out when it comes to content, DM strategy, Instagram stories. If I can teach, if I can show somebody how to build a building, give them all the exact measurements, I can show you how to strategize and market and sell online. And I had, I had taken courses and, and, and programs before this. So I, I had had some foundational knowledge of strategy, but it was in that moment that even in like the dryness there's purpose of, in the dryness. And I think that, yes, that that's true when we're reading and we're feeling like, man, I'm just like not getting anything from this, but even in maybe our spiritual life, like maybe there's a season where somebody's like, man, I'm just, I'm praying. And I just feel like I'm showing up every day and I'm just not getting anything. The Lord has something for you, even in that season, you know? So that's, that's really what came to my mind when you asked that. 
Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, yes. Some some passages are less um, inspiring, and but yeah. that's again how cool God is, right? He meets us in it, and while it might not be what we were expecting, or it's a little different than reading other scripture, he, he gives us exactly what we need. Um, yes, I love the, the number five is all over that, that the book of building the Bible or building the temple. And um, yeah, just so cool to see. And God is a God of luxury, right? There's, that's something that I've got from that. Like he, ca- he cares about the details. Yes. I love it. Um, well, tell me um, as we're kind of wrapping this up, what is your favorite thing that you get to do with your clients? Like when you as a coach get excited, you know, you get to, your husband comes home and you're like, oh my gosh, guess what happened today? Or guess what happened with my client? What are some of those celebrations that you celebrate in your business with your clients? Yeah. Well, one thing that I really love to celebrate with my clients and I'll like rush home and like, or Lucas will come home and I'll tell him about is when the first time that my client ever makes a sale and yes, it's really cool that they made money. But in that moment, it's almost like I, I can't see them because they're usually messaging me on Boxer, but I imagine that they're, they're looking at me like with these like deer in the headlights of, oh my gosh, it happened. And I think the really cool, powerful thing about that moment is Yes, again, they made money, but oh my goodness, God came through. And I think that, at least for me, it's almost like I believe God can do it, but will he do it for me? Mm. And something that the Lord's been really ministering to my heart is, Kimmy, do you believe me? Do you believe who I am? Do you believe that I am your provider, your healer? Do you believe that I can make anything happen for you? Do you believe that? And I think a lot of times when we first start a business, we are starting from the place of feeling unqualified, unsure. We want to believe it, but maybe we're not even quite there yet. And the first time that something comes around full circle, or we make our first sale, or we get our first client, or or whatever uh, little accomplishment that is for you, it's almost kind of like God saying in a loving voice, I told you so. See, you can trust me. Mm. And it builds Godfidence, confidence, but not in ourselves, in what the Lord can do through us. And that what the strategy that God gave for that season, like when I told you that um, I just started saying yes to the Lord. And I was remember I was in the shower. I don't know if anybody else gets downloads from the Lord in the shower, but yes. I was all the time. <laughs> in the shower. And the Lord has literally just been, has given me like actual marketing strategies that just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, what? I've never learned that. I've never tried that. That had, could only come from you. And then when I, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work out, but I'm going to try it. And then when it works, it's, it's kind of like God saying like, see, you can come to me for strategy too. Yep. Yes. Yes. I always say God is the strategy. Like he, he is the strategy, which is why building that relationship with him, not just from uh, information, like gaining a bunch of information, but information that in, it encourages tra- revelation, right? When you're in spending time with him and reading the Bible and then, then transformation to actually do it. Um, I love that. Like I told you so, but in a loving way, not like a, ha ha, you know, you know, but I, I, I told you baby girl, I told you, you can trust me. I told you we're in this together. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. Um, 
It is so fun to see other kingdom people win. I love, I refer to it as a stirring kingdom economy. Like let's stir that up. So when we see other kingdom people, women, because truth is we've all probably learned from and followed people who are not kingdom minded and they're thriving in business. And why are Christian women? But I'll leave, this will be the last question I ask you before you get to tell the listeners again, that your podcast and all the ways they connect with you. But what do you think the number one reason is why Christian faith-filled women are not thriving as much as they could be in business. Mm, Okay. It's so, it's like confirmation that you're even asking me this question because I've been pondering this for several days and, uh, I was, it was probably, I was listening to your, I listened to your podcast. Uh, like I love listening to your episodes and I, you must've asked that question and I was pondering that. And I was even talking with another um, faith-filled entrepreneur. I'm like, why do you, like, why do you think that? And when, what came up for me was this, um, I believe that there is a boldness that we are called to embrace when I I'm currently in the book of acts and I see every time it says the Holy spirit spoke through Peter, Paul, like, and every, everything that came after that was bold. It wasn't mean, but it also wasn't meant to tickle anybody's ear. It was firm. It was confident and it was bold. And I've been highlighting in the book of acts every time it says be bold. And I think that in my opinion, sometimes there's a lack of boldness in the Christian space. And I don't know if that comes from a lack of confidence that God's going to do what he says he's going to do, or I don't know if we forget that it's the same God, the same God that spoke false to humility. Yeah. Like false humility. Like we want to be humble. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yes. Like there is humility, but I think, you know, Jesus was bold, right? Um, yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. I have my own, I think I'm now like stirring a new podcast episode. This would be so good to just make this a, a, a regular question because, you know, I don't know about you, but I get frustrated when you get clients that come to you or potential people and, and you see some of the missing pieces and some of them might be literal strategy. It might, it might be very tactical, tangible things. And yet there's also the spiritual side of it. And so I personally get agitated and frustrated, not at them, but just at how the enemy is just coming in and preventing them from that next level of glory that the Lord is like, I, you, yes, you, I chose you for this. And so I love that question. Um, and I think there's something there, right? The boldness that we are called to be bold, called to um, do things that don't always make sense. And obviously, you know, everyone knows nothing grows in, inside a comfort zone. And so getting outside of that, um, Cami, you are just a wealth of wisdom and knowledge. I love your energy. And I thank you so much for your time and pouring in. So where can the ladies who would love to learn more from you, um, how can they find you? Where can they connect with you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's been so fun to chat with you. I've been really looking forward to this. So a couple places where you can come hang out with me. So I have a podcast called the Bible's babies and business podcast. We talk about faith. We talk about business and marketing, and we talk about motherhood, uh, as I'm a soon to be mom. A lot of my listeners are currently moms. And one of the things that comes up is how do we do this with littles at home or anticipating a little on the way? Um, How do we, how do we blend motherhood 
Um, and I believe that, that it can be done, but not in our own strength. I think 100% we have to lean on the Lord and he'll give us grace for the things that he's calling us to. So you can come hang out with me there. The Bible's Babies and Business podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at Cami.Wilkie, C-A-M-I-E dot W-I-L-K-E. And that's usually where I hang out. Awesome. Again, thank you so much. Well, I'm excited to follow your adoption journey and that story of really, um, the motherhood journey and all those things. So again, thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to growing with you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me.